0: What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of The Arsenio's ESL Podcast. Man, I'm your crazy ass host as usual, and today we're going to be getting into networking. I know, I know you guys are like, holy fuck, excuse my French, we've already talked about networking. Why again? Because we have to get into how we can network, right? And so, after listening to the interview, and after listening to Mo Choi's personal preference, what we have to understand is that whether we like it or not, we know that, In doing so and networking, it will be able to bring a lot of opportunities to us. So, let me give you an example. One of my clients, right now, extremely rich, right? She met me because I went to another lady's gym and I've been going to another lady's gym who I've known for about three, four years already. Her name is Tuke. So, Duke would go to her beauty shop and all of a sudden, conversation came up and Tuke recommended me. That's a network. So let's look at someone else. Okay. Uh, Air Asia, uh, the HR manager of Air Asia here in Thailand. I'm teaching her daughter. Oh, how'd you get that? Oh, I have a friend and she ended up asking Nen, hey, I need some, you know, my daughter needs to learn English. Everything's shut down. She doesn't have a proper teacher. Nen, my friend, recommended me. That is another one. Uh, let's look at uh, the international school student. Okay, he's, he's gone. Okay, best lube, no, that was another third man. That, but again, me being recommended and saying, hey, here's this teaching profile, here's this teacher. What do you think about him? Um, is there anyone else right now? The record, well, obviously my podcast has referred a lot of people over to me because people have gotten so much from my podcast. Whereas they're like, oh my God, He's the best of the best. Let me hurry up and get some coaching from him. I know he will take me from here to here because he's an accelerated coach, period. See what I mean? So you guys, regardless if you like it or not, you must understand that this is the day and age, unless you're just gonna pay for a whole bunch of advertising, right? But you gotta be the face of your product. Like Zuckerfuck, I mean, I'm sorry, Zuckerberg, he's always the, you know, he's the face of Facebook right? Anytime you think of Facebook, you see his clown ass face. Okay. Uh, if you look at, (laughs) if you look at, uh, I I don't know who else is out there. Alibaba, you think of Jack Ma's boxed head. No, I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm kidding. But Jack, Jack Ma, he's really cool. Um, and so some people, they don't even want to show their face to the product. And I'm like, dude, if you're not even going to show your face to the product, no one's gonna buy from you. I gotta show who you are unless you do phenomenal advertising and you hire people who can advertise in so many different ways or shapes or form. Click funnels, there we go. That was something I was uh, uh, into about two years ago. Uh, Russell Branson, I don't even know what his name is, but he is a tr- he's a fool. Although he is a clown of that, all his employees really, really suck. His software is really, really bad. So in saying that, Um, again, what I'm trying to say here is like, when you do that type of networking, it opens up referrals and opportunities, right? I networked and I had a student for five years last year and she wanted me to grade her thesis. I did. I got another person. And because I'm such a good teacher online and with one of my students who lives here within Thailand in the South, her mother's like, listen, paying directly through this specific, uh, you know, through this specific. Uh, language center is too expensive. How about I just pay you directly? Of course you could do that. And there it is. So do you guys see what I'm talking about? So what we have to do is, okay, Arsenio, you know, you've established it, got a network. Well, how do I break the ice? Well, breaking the ice, see, that's the biggest thing. Me, you guys would say, oh, but you know, it's so easy for you. But to be honest with you, if you, I, I am very good with uncommon people. So let me give you an example. When I went to Australia, it, although it was very difficult to meet people at the time, but considering that it was 10 years ago and there was zero social media at the time, it all makes sense, right? But It's very easy to meet people, especially at the dental offices, and meet the assistants and talk to the dentist and have the dentist buy me double shots, which had happened before, because we come from different backgrounds, right? I worked for a dental office in Broadway, the Broadway Shopping Center, which is just right there at the south cusp of Sydney, uh, Sydney, uh, the CBD, uh, the Central Business District. And while I was working there, I met a dentist by the name of Christine O., she was. I don't. I don't even know what her background was. Uh, another girl's name was Ming. She had a Malaysian background. Another guy was from Hong Kong. It was a very. You know, they were all Asia. Another was a Middle Eastern. One of the funniest people I had ever met. All dentists. It was very easy to talk to them about so many different things because we came from different places. That's all there is to it, you know. And if you're not able to strike up a conversation with someone because you, uh, you know, you come from different places, then we're in very, very big trouble. Because to be honest with you, when I went back to America, it's so funny, uh, back to Las Vegas, they have a tendency of minimizing what you've already accomplished, right? So the moment you said, oh, yeah, I worked in Australia for a year, for an American, for them to hear that, that is a conversation gambit. So, when you hear that, you say, Oh my God, Australia, let me ask some questions. Oh my God, show the enthusiasm. My goodness, you went to Australia. How the hell was that? And then I'm going to say a lot of things, and it's up to you to pick and choose. Like, you know what? I'm very interested in the dental assistant aspect. Okay, where did you live? Oh my God, you live with housemates from Bulgaria and Colombia and Mauritius. How was that? What were some of the discrepancies? Did you ever have problems? See, that's how you become a perfect conversationalist. See, there was a quote that once said, a gossip talks about others. A boar talks about himself and a brilliant conversationalist talks about you. Meaning they're able to hear what you're saying and continue asking captivating, meaning very interesting follow-up questions. That is how you can break the ice and show that you are listening with intent. And so, you know, when I went back to America, those dental offices, I remember I told the lady, yeah, I just came back from Australia. She didn't care. The dentist didn't care. Nobody cared. Like everyone looked down on the fact that I had one of the most significant accomplishments that only zero point zero 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 one percent of the population in America had ever done before. I was probably the, the, the last dental assistant in the last five years that went from America to Australia to work there as a dental assistant. For some reason in Australia, all those backgrounds, the South Africans, uh, the Korean, whatever background they were, they were so interested. I ended up joining a basketball team with some of those dentists, okay? Her name was Sue Jean. I ended up joining her basketball team. Of course, they were all Korean, so I was the only black dude the brown dude. Right. But it goes to show you that in Australia, they don't look at it. Oh, I'm a title. So therefore you know, I'm a dentist. So I'm above you. You're below me. Don't ever talk to me. We're never going to hang out. It's not like that in Australia. These people were millionaires and they'd be like, dude, let's go for a drink. That's what I love. You know? So how can you break the ice when you're uncommon? It's all about, you have all the questions and the the the, the curiosity in the world. Now, are there any subjects you would wanna avoid? Absolutely. There are many subjects that you must avoid depending on culture, like out here in Thailand, you might not wanna talk about politics right now. For the majority of the people, obviously given the state of the country right now, they should absolutely just be on one side, opposed to one regime. But that's something that you don't want to talk about because you're going to be just like, it's going to be about a lot of negativity. So I couldn't have imagined what was going on in America because I did go back to America in 2017, but the hate wasn't very strong back then. But then 2018, especially going into 2020, the hate, the bigotry, the lack of empathy, I cannot imagine how difficult it is. To be out there because oh man, like the politics literally just ruined everyone 's lives and it ruined everyone 's lives, and it killed a lot of people, unfortunately, and so I can't imagine that, but again that's a that's something you want to avoid religion, you want to avoid that if you're in Texas, don't ever speak about religion because they 're one sided they're, one-sided. they're diametrically opposed to unfortunately my beautiful Muslim brothers and sisters. I don't know why. Okay. That's just how it is here in Thailand though. You know why I love it. There is a place probably about three kilometers away, probably about a mile and a half. They have a mosque. They have a Buddhist temple and they have a church all within like a triangular like 0.5 kilometer radius. Thailand, you could talk about religion, but guess what? I got my, the the, the Thai women, you got Thai women who are Muslims too. They wear the, you know, the hijab and everything. I love the fact that they just coexist with one another. It doesn't matter. A religion is a religion to me. Uh, I don't believe in labels, you know? I don't believe in any labels. I met a wonderful Israeli in line when I was standing at the Thai embassy out there in Vien Chan, Lao, you know? That was the first time I ever spoke to him. I was hearing him speak and I was like, dude, what's up? Because he was speaking to this beautiful Brazilian. So I was like, hey, I want to talk to her. You know, so I started talking to him, and then I started talking to her, you know, but, anyways, um, I broke the ice. How did I break Arsenio? Okay, I got it. No, I want to hear that story, Arsenio. How did you manage to break the ice during that situation? Okay. You guys already know, I was a podcaster at the time. It wasn't, my podcast was nowhere near what it is today, right? But I already had profound speaking capabilities back in 2018. So I'm looking at her and I'm looking at her eyes and her eyes are just unbelievably round. I was like, oh my God, Hazel. I said, boy, oh boy, oh boy. And this guy was talking to her and his questions, the, the Israeli guy, right? Talking to the Brazilian. And you know, with his questions, he, he wasn't listening that well, he wasn't showing that enthusiasm. I said, Okay, Arsenio, okay, Arsenio, how can you relate to her? So I found a topic, and we're going to be discussing this more in the you know, in the as the season goes on, we're going to talk about different gambits, right? Like conversation gambits. And so, what ended up happening was she's from Brazil, and guess what? At that time, Bello. Horizonte, who they still listen to my podcast today. I love you guys like crazy. All my, fo- my folks out there in Belo Horizonte, Brazil in general, you guys are my first listeners. So I love you guys like I do my next breath, okay? And so I'm like, okay, how can you relate it in a conversation? So I said, Arsenio, show some enthusiasm about her country. She'll love it. Arsenio, implement that into the conversation and then tell her that you do some podcasting and then you're going to build from there. If she's not interested, then f- forget it. But that's a perfect gambit. So I said, excuse me. She said, yeah. And she's looking in my eyes. I said, oh my God, I'm in love. But I said, Arsenio, focus. And I said, uh, where is Bella Hody's on?" She's like, oh, that's in this area. I said, what about Menna Jerez Jirai, J- or something like that? And she said over here, and she's like, why do you know so many places? I said, well, one, I really want to travel to Brazil next year. Guys, this is before the pandemic. Now, did I really want to travel to Brazil? Not necessarily. This was just a nice little gambit I put in. Um, uh, but because, of course, at the time, I wanted to travel to a few other places. And then I said, Oh, well, there are a lot of people who listen to my English language podcast from these two cities. So I was I had been very interested. I never really did. I did do some research in regards to location, but I didn't know so much about it. See, I put so much into that response, whereas it created a friendship. It created a friendship. She still follows me on IG today. You know, we ended up getting on the same plane. The next day to come back to Bangkok on the same flight. We ended up having the same problems with the stupid ass airline staff at Vientiane, the capital airport in Laos. Um, You know, she ended up talking about a lot of different things. We got on the plane. By the time she got off the plane, these two women who were sitting by her were just praising her like crazy. Because obviously, like I said, her beauty is so profound, it's ridiculous. But guys, She's a model. She is one of the most gorgeous women I've ever met in my life from Brazil. And I used a gambit to break the ice, something that was relatable. And that's what we're gonna start doing. Now, guys, don't, oh, Arcidio, were you hitting on her? No, I just wanted to use a gambit. I was interested. I have been standing in a hot ass line for all that time. And I was hearing this guy, uh, you know, ask some ridiculous ass questions. So I wanted to jump in there and make things a little bit more interesting. And unfortunately, you know, the guy, while we were standing in that line, he said he wasn't, he's not able to uh, travel to any uh, Muslim countries, uh, including Malaysia, including Indonesia, because He's from Israel. And I'm like, oh my God, that is crazy. That's kind of like me wanting to go to China and them saying, oh, but no, you're black though, dude. You can't come here. Like, oh, like I just, I can't believe that. That is so 2000 years old. People get (laughs) this religion, oh boy. Anyways, you guys already know how I stand with that. A person is a person. A religion is a religion. If you have this religion and I have this one and you want to kill me or you say you, I can't come here because of that, God, good guys, this ain't, this ain't the year 200, 200, okay? This isn't the Mayans and the Aztecs, okay? This isn't the, 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 the medieval age with, you know, England wrecking, wreaking havoc across Ireland and everything. Come on now. Anyways, are you guys ready to listen to some folks, man? We got some interesting folks. We got uh, the Netherlands. We got Rick Van Loy and Florent Rondel. They're meeting at a hotel bar, okay, after dinner. So what we're gonna do, we're gonna listen to both of these conversations, okay? It's gonna be conversation one, then conversation two. Some questions, okay, for conversation one. What does Florent do? What does Rick do? Do they know each other? Conversation two, where are the speakers? One of the speakers asks, does this belong to you? What do you think this is? Where are they going and why? So in saying that, people, what I'm going to hurry up and do is make sure I screen share this audio sound so you guys can hear it from my end. And now we're going to listen to this nice little event and see how everything is formed together. Are you ready? Let's get into this. Team. Hello,
1: do you mind if I join you? Uh, No, not at all. How do you do? My name is Rick Van Looy. Hi, pleased to meet you. I'm Florent Rondel. Are you from around here then? No, but my company has a store in town. Actually, I live in France. So, uh, what do you do, Florent? I'm in marketing. I work for a retail company. We deal mainly in leisure goods. Do you mean sports equipment? Well, both sports and casual wear. Clothes, shoes, accessories, stuff like that. We have stores in several countries. Sounds like a big operation. How many stores have you got? Nearly 50 in total. And what line of business are you in, Rick? Well, uh, quite similar, really. I'm a sales manager for a large Dutch clothing firm. Fervay Fashion, do you know it? Yes, of course. Are you opening a store here, then? Yes, we're looking at possible sites at the moment. Mm, That can be a slow process. Rick, do you fancy something to drink? Uh, Yeah, thanks. Come on, then. There's a table free over there.
0: Ah, okay. so the conversation's going. You guys see how well this conversation's going, right? You do realize this. It's simply because they're showing interest in each other's individual fields while asking question words as follow-up questions to show that interest, right? So obviously, Florent, okay, leisure, this, that. Of course, Mr. Rick, he wasn't able to, uh, to, what is that? To relate to that field because he's in something completely different. But then, you know, Florin ended up being very good at that because he said, hey, um, so what is it you do, Rick? That shows that he's interested. He's like, okay, this guy's a good listener. He's asking me some solid uh, follow-up questions. Let me stop talking about me right now and let me ask him a question. You guys get what I'm saying? So you got to switch it somewhere in, within the middle of that because sometimes, like I said with that quote, a boar talks about himself or herself. You don't wanna sit there and say, me, 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 because you look like a douchebag, 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 douchebag. douchebag. You see what I mean? We don't wanna do that, okay? We wanna show interest in other people too because that's how you become the perfect conversationalist, right? And so, hey, at the very end, it ended up being even better. And it's simply because, obviously, one invited the other over to another place. And this next conversation is just that's
1: track 18 so here we go excuse me does this oh. belong to you
0: well hold on stop it's another conversation i apologize so to finish off that conversation they went there they're probably going to exchange details and guess what i believe that Florent already knows oh that's going to be very difficult to start a store here so he knows and he may be able to help obviously rick too you see what I mean, man? These gambits are phenomenal. Gambits.
1: Oh, thank you very much. It was on the floor. Yes, I was looking for it just now. I wanted to finish this crossword. I'm feeling a bit groggy, actually. Yes, it's a long flight. Isn't it? Have you got the time? Yes, it's um, just after midnight. So do we land soon? yes in about half an hour oh good do you know bangkok yes i live there is this your first trip there yes it is actually on business i suppose yes i'm visiting a supplier oh really i wonder if i could talk
0: Uh, You see that? So she is from Bangkok, although her accent's a little bit different, but it's all good. Everyone's accents are different. But again, she was able to relate. Excuse me, you dropped this. Hey, and the lady went on to say, now, normally, if someone doesn't want to be bothered, they're just going to say, oh, thank you. But she went on to say, oh, thank you. I wanted to finish my crossword puzzle. I'm feeling a little bit groggy. She, the Thai girl, apparently, was able to relate and say, "Yeah, it is a long flight." And then she went on to say, "What you know, when's what's the time? Da, 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 da. Oh, is this your first time here? Boom, that's the ultimate gambit right now. She's like, "I live in Bangkok. Now she doesn't necessarily have to be Thai just because she lives here, but just telling you, you know, so um, there it is. That's how everything starts, man. Relationships are created online app so, well, not online, but planes and such such so, man. Like I said, man, that Brazilian girl, she got off that plane, and that lady was just like, "Oh my God, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful." And it's not like she was hitting on her; it was because obviously she was one of the most gorgeous people on the planet. But um, you can create, like, you can create that bond very easily. I'm gonna give you this one last one before I shut this podcast down. When I uh, I had some big issues, unfortunately. Uh, with the worst airline in the world, Vietjet Air. Never take them, guys. Never take them. And what ended up happening is delay, delay, delay. So I sat down. And it's so funny because I was sitting at in the aisle seat. There was a guy sitting there. And the girl, she had put the shade down you know, the shade to, you know, stop the light. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks really bothered by it because she's trying to shut it. She's, you know, all over the place. And I said, hey, uh, you okay? Do you want to switch seats? Because you look like you're not happy there. She laughed and she said, yeah, sure. And so we switched seats. There was a guy sitting there in the middle. Oh, as a matter of fact, I was starting a conversation with the guy because he was a little bit young. He was like right around the same age as me. So basically, if you're between about 23 and about 35 to 37 years old, we all fit in that same range, right? Uh, But to be honest, we all adapt with one another if there are commonalities, right? We were talking, I talked to him, and then I said, hey, she looks very bothered. So we switched seats. We all ended up talking about a lot of amazing things They were both from Vietnam. She was super beautiful. And we exchanged details. I said, hey, here's my card. If you guys have any questions about being here in Bangkok, let me know. Uh, And that, you know, that, well, he never got in contact with me, which is perfectly fine. Uh, But she did. And unfortunately, um, it wasn't like an authentic relationship. She didn't want to try to hang out or anything. She was trying to hard sell me and join in a ridiculous ass uh, multi-level marketing business. But nonetheless, guys, it goes to show you, it's not only in America where you can meet wonderful people on the airplanes. It just all depends if there are some common grounds. So in saying that, guys, we're going to be getting into a lot of gambits. Believe me, we really are. I promise you. And you guys better stay tuned for more because, man, that was a solid one. We still have a heck of a lot and a lot more to go. And we're going to be talking about workplace scenarios in the next podcast. So stay tuned for more. Over and out.